<laughs> Why y'all got me nervous? This is funny. <laughs> All right. All right, so I'm back with another one with Over the Top, the podcast. I am your host, Amon Hicks, and as y'all know, I'm back with another one. This one is special to me. I'm super excited to do this one. Before I start, I want to let y'all know about my book, The Mindset Shift, a powerful collection of 100 affirmations. If you want to type in with it and get it, you can get it at Amazon. Just type up The Mindset Shift, and it'll pop straight up. But without further ado, I'm going to tell y'all why this one is special. I got my stepmother here, which I love dearly. She's been knowing me my whole life. Everything that y'all been seeing, she heard me talk about, talk her ear off. Uh, she make the best banana pudding in the world. <laughs> That's another story for another day. But yeah, I just love her so much. And the reason I wanted her to come on here is because I feel like she can share a lot of things um, that can help a lot of women that listen to my podcast and men. Um, she has sons and daughters that have been through a lot. She's been through a lot. And I just feel like she could give a lot of just knowledge just in general because me and her always speak for hours. And it'd be just great conversations just in general. Like I call her out the blue and ask for some advice. But let me stop talking <laughs> and I'm let her introduce herself, you know, just as her name or anything she want to introduce herself and we could get straight into the conversation. Well, uh, as Damon said, I'm Shanika Hicks and it is my pleasure to be here on the show today with Damon. Um, as he said, I've known him his whole life, and um, yes, I do brush my shoulder to the banana pudding because it's a family <laughs> favorite. Um, has some in the, in the refrigerator for him now, but, um, but yes, yeah, so we have had several conversations, and Damon and I have talked um, most recently. One of the conversa- one of the things that he asked me is, "What does success mean to me?" Coco, mm. you ever, oh, Coco. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm known as Shanika Hicks, but to my family and friends, and most importantly, my grandbabies, they call me Coco. <laughs> and so Damon calls me Coco, and he says, Coco, how do you know that you've been successful? And I say, well, Damon, you know, being a mother of seven children, being a manager at my job, um, from a manager from a, to a supervisor, um, and just having several college degrees and just be wearing many hats. I feel like, you know, ha- am I successful? Yeah, I'm successful, but have I reached the top of my success? I would say no. Um, so we go back and forth with this a lot because I would ask Damon, do you feel like you're successful? I mean, look, how many awards this past year have you obtained, Damon? Yeah, I think uh, within these two years, it's been two of them um, and a couple of nominations. So, and I, I, I say no. Um, just because I have a different um, goal now, and my goal now is happiness and joy. So all the awards and stuff, it just didn't bring me what I thought it would bring me. Um, I appreciate it, but I didn't get to live in the moment enough. So, yeah. So I mean, I, don't know, I guess my definition of success is a little is it switched because I just I don't know. As far as entrepreneurship stuff. I don't think that's what I want to do as far as prioritizing first. It'll be more down the lane. And I guess once you start doing it for the people that is, that's doing it now or do want to do it, you experience it how you want to experience it. But so with the success or so you consider yourself successful? Not, not. What? <laughs> Why not though? Cause I feel like you've achieved so much and like your mindset of striving towards greatness, like going to school. And you went to school, and what uh, what all did you get in school? So my very first degree 
um, was in medical assistant. And so I thought um, working in the clinic, um, being that front line, being the first person to greet patients and um, being able to care and talk to people, I thought that was my thing. And so I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to be a medical assistant. And then so when I got into school and you had to learn to draw blood. And I was like, oh, no, that mm. ain't me. And then I started seeing people puking. And mm. and then I um, was doing got to the clinical part of it. And they were cleaning um, the feces off of the people. And I'm like, I care about people, but not that part. And I said, well, you know, that wasn't going to be for me. So when I wanted to put my all into it, I said, I want to be do something that's going to be impactful, but still mean a lot to me and still be able to care for people without toning my nose up at them mm-hmm. because of the job that I'm doing. So do what I like to do, caring for people, but also have some compassion in doing it. So I switched over to human services. Mm. So I ended up going to Ivy Tech and got my human services degree. Mm. And then when that time I ended up getting a, um, uh, a medical certification, front office certification, um, and so once I started doing that, and, I, and then I start working in the field, and I'm like, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm serving people, I'm working, I, I'm, I'm being able to take care of my family. Um, and at that time, I had all seven of the children, and so working and going to school, it, it was a bit much, but I still was, I, I was okay with it because I knew I was striving to do what I wanted to do in the field that um, I felt like was going to help serve my purpose of taking care of my kids and, and, and doing what I wanted to do to make me happy. Mm. So I think the reason I had mentioned that uh, question to you, too, is because I feel like with all the odds against you, and this is why I wanted you to be on the show, too, with all the odds against you, quote unquote, the world would say because you're a black woman, you have seven kids and you're striving towards something. It's like, well, how did you do it? How did you stay sane or how did you stay focused during striving towards you know, all those achievements yeah, and greatness? There were so many odds against me. First of all, Damon, I you, and you know this about me. I was pregnant at 12 years of age. Mm. And then I had my first daughter at 13 years of age. Mm. Um, so you talk about striving. How did I know the mindset to strive? Um, as I worked and went to school, um, being going back to even before getting to working and going to school, I went to... Um, going to school and just being able to talk to different people about who poured into me, mm. who, who taught me that they there were other resources out there for me. Mm. So if I put something into their minds about me wanting to be greater, about me wanting to achieve more, um, they poured into me. So they helped me with those programs, whether that was the food stamp program, whether that was the welfare program, mm. whether that was Section 8. So they helped pour into me so that I can help do move on to those other things um, that I was trying to get to. Um, so with that, I took advantage of those resources. And so um, as I continue to talk to people about what my as my mindset changed, they continue to pour into me. So then I continue to strive to 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 meet those next hurdles. So whether it was moving out of Section 8 into my own home um, where I didn't have to utilize those programs, th- that was the next thing. So how do I ha- s- keep setting goals to help get me to where I wanted to be um, and keeping that mindset. So was there struggles? Were there setbacks? Yeah. But um, keeping having having those people around you that continue to pour into you to mm. give you those resources to help you get to where you needed to be is very important. So would you say the environments um, that you put yourself in, the older you got is what switched your mindset? Definitely. So what who you who you who you hang around, who you tell your goals to, who who you um, 
um, trust to be able to, um, because that was a big thing too, because you're not going to tell everybody, Hey, um, I don't know how I'm going to feed my kids. I don't know how I'm going to get back and forth to school or I want to go to school, but who's going to watch my kids for me. Um, I want to, um, do this internship, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to work, you know? And so whoever's going to be able to help give you the resources that you need and support you in that, that does make a difference to you. Mm. So, so we're having, um, seven kids, and did you deal with any depression and anxiety while, you know, oh, with, with your goals? Definitely so. Definitely so. Um, I just recently learned, you know, talking to my children, you know, you think that you have it all because, you know, you're telling them, hey, mommy's going to school. Um, I'll be back. And so, you know, and keeping them a part of the plan that doesn't always necessarily mean that it's going to fold out the way just because you let them know that they're part of the plan. That doesn't mean it's always going to fold out that way. Mm. So, um, and then just knowing that, um, I'm off to school and so they're at home doing homework, but then, um, there may be a time where I'm missing a basketball practice or I'm missing a basketball. Mm -hmm. game. And so not realizing that they don't know, I may have to be working, be working. Um, I end up picking up a second job because, uh, we, we have to pay light bills. We have to pay mm -hmm. bills and they still want to get into these games. And so they didn't see those things. All they know is they want to continue those things. And I know that I want to continue to go to school. And so a lot of times, you as a woman you wear so many hats you don't show those depressions and anxieties you mm. just keep going forward because we're in autopilot all we know is to go and especially when you don't have that support from that significant mm. other the people that's why it's so important the people that you have around you because if you don't have that support around you they don't see that depression they don't see at night when you close right. that door and you go to bed and you're like how are we going to do this a b and c and d they don't see those things so as women, we don't always recognize that it's depression and anxiety because we're on autopilot and mm. we want to go, and you don't recognize that. But now, as um, mental health has become more aware, um, awareness, we, we are more aware of ourselves and self-care of our bodies. We know that it's anxiety. We know to take the steps. I know to take those steps back Absolutely. to myself. Yeah. Um, I know that um, it's okay for me to say no to some of those things and that it's okay that um, if my kid didn't get to go to um, this dance group this season, there's another season that they can get into those things and that I don't have to break my back or break our bank trying to take care of those things to make sure that they have when it might not be that time to do so. So did I experience depression and anxiety? Um, very much so. And just didn't know how to call it that at that time. Mm. It was so much. That I wanted. You, you said a lot of good stuff there. As you, I, I started to smile a little bit because in my head, my podcast mind, I said, Ooh, I'm going to use that clip right there. It's so good about but, uh, I wanted to ask you this too. Um, do you believe in balance? Like, do you believe there is a such thing as balance? Because that's what I've been conflicted with lately. I heard somebody say the other day they don't believe it. And I heard some people say that they do. It is balanced. But I feel like um, if you are striving to a son as a parent or somebody else, it's something that's going to lack. It's always something that's – I just feel like that's always going to be a factor. Definitely. So, um, again – having conversation now as you know all of my seven children are grown now mm -hmm. um, everybody's over the age of 25 
And there is a, a lack because, again, just learning um, from them that um, as I put all of my time into work, into school, trying to make it better um, living for us so that we didn't stay in the projects, that we could move into our own home, um, not built up from the ground, but our own home, true MD. Um, but there was things that, that I missed um, where I didn't get to teach um, maybe how to bake a cake or how to um, wash their clothes. or mm -hmm. you know, So there is an opportunity where you are trying to better yourself, but then you do lack in some areas. So mm -hmm. there is a such thing as a balance and so mm -hmm. um i would say that there very much so is and so that's the part of life is that you're trying to figure out how do you mm -hmm. balance those things um where something doesn't lack and so um there will be opportunities where things do lack you have to be able to find a balance where it works out for the good of all things that mm -hmm. you're trying to balance yeah because that's that's me right now i've been trying to figure out how to balance just my life and just in general and I don't even think I got to tell you yet, but uh, like my mindset moving into the next year, well, I, I kind of did say it was happiness, but I'm moving back from my entrepreneurship so heavy. Mm -hmm. And so when a lot of people, like I had some people laugh when I was telling them, because oh, you, well, you love entrepreneurship, you ain't gonna, I'll show you what I can tell you because I, in the beginning of this year, me and my children's mother had a conversation and I was telling her how I'm gonna dive into the entrepreneurship this year. And in entrepreneurship, you may be up one week and down the next week. It's, it's tricky and also with your investments you you may it may not be as good as people think and so uh she gave me this year to strive towards it and i gave it my heart y'all y'all seen me i did my thing <laughs> did but thing. Yeah. what i realized is two things i wasn't really happy doing a lot of my events i had some cool moments but i wasn't happy and also as a father of five kids there can't be no inconsistency in finances for me. I don't, I don't, I don't think it should be. And so I've experienced this year, and it was pretty good. I enjoyed myself. I planted a lot of seeds. But now, for me, what the balance thing is, all right. Now I got to make sure the most important thing is my happiness, and then making sure I'm able to fi be financially stable for my daughters. And you know, that's I, I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes I be jealous. I be saying my buddies they ain't got no kids. I'm like, man, you could go all out, go broke. But for me and my story and my unique situation, I was able to do that. And also, I didn't get to say this on my last podcast, but I want to say on this podcast, my children's mother is the real MVP. When y'all be saying Damon Hicks, it's only he's only able to do what he's able to do because he have a children's mother that got the kids. And so she the real MVP. Y'all be giving me my flares. She deserves her flares. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but, um, but I do want to say, like, as a, a black woman in America doing what you've done, um, I do feel like you've, uh, you're have you successful. And so with the new year coming up, or before I say that, what advice would you give to some young ladies that feel like, that's listening to this and feel like um, maybe they don't have kids or maybe they do, but what advice could you give to them just on uh, womanhood, just in general, striving towards something because you've strived towards goals mm -hmm. and literally accomplish it coming from, you know what you say the uh, the projects mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and now you doing your thing so it's like what advice would you give to them mm, i would say prayer make sure if you don't have a spiritual life or um, whatever higher being you believe in um, put prayer in your life um, throughout your day um, throughout your you know be in the morning in the afternoon put prayer in your life um, Surround yourself with people who are positive for you. Um, 
who are positive for you, who speak and pray over you. Um, in my younger years, this was so very important for me because I came from a generation of um, women are catty, women are messy, um, and I didn't experience a lot of those things. Um, but because I heard those things, I shied away from those relationships. But I tell you now that the relation, the women that are in my life, those women pray for me, they pray with me, they pray over me, and I don't have to worry about something that I've shared with them going back and being repeated or me being judged um, because of what I've gone through because they've been through something. So if you're around some people who haven't been around anything, I'm going to tell you to change your crowd because you need to be around people who have been through something to be able to help you get through some things. So I would say that to you. I would say um, um, journal, journal, <laughs> travel, um, you know, find out what it is that you like to do um, because just because, and I, and I learned this and I can share this about my baby girl. Um, if someone who doesn't like to do what you like to do, and I share this with the mom too, if someone who doesn't like to do what you like to do, um, for instance, my baby girl played, um, uh, racquetball. Uh, and so, and she also cheerleaded, but then again, if you get into a group with people who don't like to cheerlead, that doesn't mean that you don't go into another group um, with other people that don't like to do it with you'll meet other people in those other groups. So I'm saying don't be afraid to step outside your box and do what you like to do um, because you'll meet along people along the journey that like to do what you like to do. And that doesn't mean that you can't still like those people that you were around before. Um, but that just doesn't mean that those that, that Th those people were meant to go along with you in that journey. So um, don't be afraid to step out of your box. Make sure you pray and, and take care of your needs because if you don't do what you uh, want to do for yourself, you're going to look up and be uh, five years from now and be like, oh, I should have, could have, would have. No, mm. start that process now, learning what you want, learning who you are and what you want to do so that you don't have to look up five or ten years from now and being like you should have, would have, could have um, because you didn't have those opportunities. Yeah, <laughs> and that was one thing that you got the experience um, with me as well, stepping out of my comfort zone. You always be like, I remember years ago, you would say, you don't got no friends. No friends. I ain't have no <laughs> friends, no associates. And if I did have a friend, it'd be like the one person you will see me with. Um, but I, I've learned that, you know, you correct. There's people that uh, have the same interests in what you have, and it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be a beautiful feeling to be able to talk to them about what it is that Y'all both love, and I don't know. It's just a, a just a journey, and with praying, how how do you feel like your journey has been with you know just praying and your relationship with God? You can never have enough Jesus. Mm. <laughs> you never have enough Jesus. I, I can't say it no more. Yeah, it's, I I was just talking about this uh, a little bit yesterday about how sometimes I don't know. I be feeling like um, God don't be responding back to me. I don't I don't be hearing him. <laughs> and make sure that you quiet out that noise so that we're we're able to receive and listen to what he has for us because um the me it's funny because we just went i don't know if you've seen the color purple yet no oh, you have you yeah, yep i seen went, you did yeah. just went recently and it's just funny how god will talk to you through other people um and through messages i was reading something um, not too long ago to say that, you know, sometimes we want God to come and sit down right next to us and tell us. And it's like, he done told us several times, but we didn't pick it up. And it's like, 
you how many times do I need to tell you the same way um the same thing that you've asked me and I've I've sat right next to you and told you and so sometimes we just on cleaning out our ears and opening up our hearts and minds so that we can hear what he's putting down for us wow another viral moment nah but <laughs> so that just made me think about this story I heard where it was like a man was on a boat and he fell off the boat he couldn't swim and he started to drown he was like God help me God help me another boat came and was like come on he was like nah I'm waiting for God to save me so that boat left so he was still about to drown another boat came like here come on man I got you he was like nah God gonna save me he ended up drowning dying going to heaven he was like God why you ain't saving me he was like I sent you two boats like <laughs> like what are you talking about so it just made me think about that situation and I, I think you're right I just be Maybe I'll be looking for like some, I don't know, wake up one day and it's like a million in my bank account or something. I don't know. Nah, just like. They say we talk about microwave prayers. Like we were like, all right, God, I'm ready. You know, um, I need you to take this issue away now. And God doesn't work in that way. Um, we have to be patient and know that he works in his time on time. And um, we have to trust him. Nah, that's true. Um, I think uh, you're right about that. And to also one thing I learned that, some of them blessings I'll be asking for, I don't even be really ready for. And I think what's for you is really for you. Because, um, like, yes, yeah, I, I heard a lot of different things about how that could benefit. It's a lot of little scriptures on YouTube. Yeah. But back a little bit into your story. Um, what's some advice that you just got that just stuck with you? That's why well, I got two questions for you. What's some advice that you had got that just stuck with you um, that you could share with us? And then also, um, if you can give advice to your ten year old self, dang, I got I got three questions. I'm sorry, I, I go back. I go back and ask you. So if you can give advice to your ten year old self, what it would be, and if you can ask for advice for your from your future self, what advice would you ask? Mm. If you remember all the questions. Okay. So my advice to my ten year old self mm-hmm. would to be continue to pray and exercise. And a uh, budget, mm. uh, find a uh, financial um, bless financial um, resurrection. Um, what's question number two and three? I forget. So the uh, second question was, if you can ask advice from your future self, what would it be? Um, if you asked them any question, mm, I don't know. So every year, you know, if when you know, as we are approaching the new year, everyone starts with the new year, new me type of blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And so my future self, you know, actually one of my um, coworkers recently asked me this. Sashnik, um, what's your twenty twenty four goals? And I said, you know, I'm not one of those new year new people, new year new me pe- type of people. I do mm-hmm. set goals, of course, mm-hmm. um, but I would just say, what, however God leads me, because you know, if God leads it. It, it can't be wrong. And so that's where for me is just opening up my mind, heart and soul um, to receive more of him. And mm. so um, that's my goal is to get more spiritually grounded. You know, people are leaving here left and right. Um, and so um, and you can't say, you know, uh, Gene and I were just talking about this earlier today. It says that, you know, um, children uh, here back in our days, um, parents buried their children. Now, children, parents are bearing the vice versa. Yeah. And so it's like, so you can't say that, oh, it's for the older people. No, it's the younger people as well. And so, um, yeah. Mm. So I, I, I think when I had got asked that question, um, I was like, uh, 
I don't even think I would even say nothing to my younger self. I'd just give him a hug. Cause boy, what you about to go through? <laughs> <laughs> I would just cry. Just give him a hug. Cause man. Would that because you're the dad of five girls? Yes. <laughs> four uh, girls. Yeah, four girls, one son. I would be. Oh, man. Yeah. And then I think for my older self, I wouldn't even know what to say to him. I just would probably be kind of scared to talk to him, honestly. Yeah, I'd probably be kind of scared to talk to him. I don't know. I'd probably do the same thing, like. Well, I'm proud of you wherever you at. Yeah. Probably did your thing because you know what? We just I don't know. It's like we asked for um a lot in life. And I don't know, it just be hard. I don't know. Life's just been hard just in general, I think for a lot of people, mm-hmm. especially with a lot of it has been a lot of just deaths happening. Mm-hmm. Especially from what I've been hearing, just people just dying. And then like you said, young too. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people don't know. I do uh dove releases sometimes. Mm-hmm. And the crazy part is I think the last five dove releases, you go to frontals and you release the doves and they fly. So I do those at frontals sometimes. And the last like six f- ones that I've done has been all young people. And I think under the age of 22. That's young. It's that's crazy. Young. And it's like, I'll be there like, whew. I think that's what made, it's probably what made me appreciate life even more and made me really want to prioritize happiness just in general. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this... It is crazy what we live in. Death has a way of humbling us, but that's why each moment, each day that we're given, you have to live it like it's your last. Um, you know, say the, make those conversations. My grandmother's 97 years young, and she told me yesterday, um, baby, this is my only second time being in the movie. <laughs> and so one of the things, too, that she enjoys now at 97 years young um, I take her once a month to get her nails and feet done. And she said that this past year was like one of the first years that she had ever done that. Wow. Just imagine at 97 years young, um, just now taking advantage of some of the things that you wish you had done all of those generations past times. Mm-hmm. So again, what would you say to your future, your future self or your past self? Take, stop taking life for granted and live those days right now. Um, do those things right now that you want to do. As you say, write those books, get on those podcasts, take those trips, spin that bag, whatever it is. Do yep. whatever it is right now. Absolutely. That's why I got her on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this going to be an experience for you. Even, even being in this environment, it's going to switch your whole mindset. And I truly believe it's going to be some young ladies that reach out to you. And that's what's really going to like blow your mind. Like, dang, you just shared a whole paragraph with me. And so, like, for the people that's um, listening to this, um, what advice would you give to yourself when you was 10? Put it in the comments. What advice would you ask from yourself, your older self? I want to see what y'all say about that as well. And then I have one more thing before we end. I think we got, like, 26. We got, we got a little bit left. My last question. Um, do you feel like you found your purpose? Mm, no. No? Not yet. No. Hmm. Um, like I said, if... Recently, if you would ask me 10 years ago, social work was my thing. I'm going to help serve and save everybody. Um, I make it my business to serve several times a year, um, but that's not my purpose. Mm. Um, So I say each day that I'm given, I seek out my purpose, whether that's to help, whether that's to counsel, whether that's to talk to, listen to, whatever it is. 
I see each day I seek out my purpose. Striving towards it. Okay, I like that. I like that. Okay, well, um, we almost at 30 minutes. I don't want it to stop. The camera be tripping sometimes. And that'd be hurting my feelings. But I want you to lead the people with something and um just just something that they can leave with and take with them. And then after that, I just want you to let the people know where they can follow you at if they want to um, follow you on TikTok or anything that you would like to share. Okay. So, Jamal wants me to leave you out with something. I would say um, when you're going through something, when you have questions, when you have doubts, when you don't know which way, when something feels indifferent, when something feels unsettling, look up. That's where all our help comes from. If you want to follow me, um, continue the conversation. Um, I'm new to this, the very true to it. Um, my name is Shanika Hicks. Um, get at me. Okay, absolutely. And make sure y'all tap in with another one. Um, like I said, the last few episodes, I'm rocking this every episode, so I don't think I'm just rocking the same stuff, which I am. But you can get this shirt and plenty other of my merch at my website at demonhicks.com. Thank y'all for tapping in. Make sure y'all just tap in more. And peace.